This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. How long do you think this heartbreak will last for number one, Ravens fans, and number two, Lions fans? Well, it's going to last a lot longer for the Ravens than the Lions because the Lions Lions weren't lucky to be here. That would be overstating it. But relative to what they've done in the past, the Detroit Lions are now the only team in the Super Bowl era to have never played in a Super Bowl. Before this season, they had never hosted back-to-back playoff games. Never. So Detroit broke through a lot of barriers this season, and it hurts when... You had the lead at halftime. You had these guys, and Dan Campbell made a couple of questionable decisions on fourth down, so it will sting because you think, well, if it could have gone this way or that way, maybe we win this game, and I certainly understand that. But ultimately, relative to expectations, this was a huge season for the Lions, a great season for them. The Ravens' loss will sting for a long time because, yes, it's the Chiefs, but also the Ravens' game plan going in, the mistakes that they made, how they approached this game, how they were able to temper or not temper their emotions are all of those things that got away from who they are as a football team. So when you lose your identity in the biggest game, of the, the crazy thing about the Ravens and Chiefs game, because it felt like the Chiefs dominated the entire time, the Chiefs didn't score in the second half of this game. They, didn't, they did not score because the Chiefs' defense was unbelievable in this game and part of that had to do with the Ravens game plan but it's going to sting for Baltimore because this was the biggest event in that city since what maybe 1971 where they actually hosted an event in this city the hype around here was incredible they were favored to win that game and then everything fell apart for them so ultimately I think it stings longer for Charm City unfortunately and I hate it I have a lot of Ravens fans that are friends of mine but that was a tough one to swallow how do you think Zay Flowers is feeling? Man, if anybody knows heartbreak, he's got to be having a rough morning. And I did see several of the players on his team go up to him and try to talk to him. But this mm-hmm. is one that's going to sting for quite some time for Zay Flowers. The fact that he had that touchback in the end zone, he had the taunting penalty, and then he punched something on the bench, and he bloodied up his hand. But you've got to remember, he's a rookie. Like, how old is he? He can't be that old. Like, I understand, like, oh, I know. And to be, to do that in such a a game that had such a big spotlight on it, because I get what you're saying about Baltimore. This game felt so meaningful to the city. So when you see them lose at home like that, I feel like it stings more, as opposed to the Lions who had to go on the road. And it was a team that felt like they were playing with house money. 
even though, you know, blowing a 17 point lead is never fun. I agree with you. I think the Ravens and certainly Zay Flowers are the ones that are feeling more heartbroken uh, and even going into the future because the AFC does not get easier. Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. is 28 years old. You're always going to have to go against him, it feels like. In the AFC, it feels like a gauntlet. Like, look at the young quarterbacks. We've been saying this for quite some time now, but these guys are still in their prime. We don't even have Joe Burrow in this edition of yeah. the playoffs. So it just feels like a really tough path back to this spot for the Ravens. Do you think Lamar Jackson can win the big game? Do you think that's a yes. fair narrative? I don't. No, I don't. I don't think it's a fair narrative. I think that Lamar Jackson is still in his 20s. He's about to win his second MVP award. And... He was amazing last week, and people be, and got no credit. It was just like, oh, he's still going to choke. Like, dude, he was amazing against the Texans. The Texans were playing great football going in. And also, I really don't think that yesterday's loss can be put at the feet of Lamar. Now, he made some serious mistakes. He was really, he was pretty bad yesterday. No question about it. But I, I kind of think that's a little lazy where if you look at this game, then the Chiefs defense dominated, and the Ravens didn't adjust. When you talk about the Ravens, think about their season. What was it about the Ravens we always said? They run the ball on the ground. They just hammer you on the ground. They go after you. And then they wear you down in the second half because they've been so physical in the ground game. And then Lamar is able to pick his spots because the Ravens are a two-dimensional offense. Then he can take off. He can throw down the field. And the Ravens pulverized teams. That's the thing. The Ravens weren't just sliding by. The Ravens were crushing teams. So I didn't understand, and I don't think anyone else understood, why the Ravens coming out throwing on first and second down? That's not their game. It's not their game at all. So Steve Spagnolo was more than happy just to keep blitzing. Like, we're going to blitz you guys because you guys aren't going to adjust. The Ravens needed to run the ball. They didn't do it. And then they didn't handle their emotions yesterday. How many penalties did we see from the Ravens in really bad spots where they've got Kansas City on a third down? They can stop Kansas City here from advancing the ball. They can get the ball back. Bad penalty. Stupid penalty. They just kind of lost their minds. That Zay Flowers was one for taunting, completely unnecessary. So there were a lot of things that went wrong yesterday. Lamar Jackson, I think, will get his. Again, he's about to win his second MVP. And how many quarterbacks have we seen over the years who have struggled earlier in their careers? A lot. And then eventually they get over the hump. And also he was going up against an incredible Chiefs defense and a Chiefs team that I think is better than at least I was giving it credit for. There is no shame in that in losing to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. It does happen. Ask Josh Allen. I think Lamar will get his eventually. I think there is a lot to kind of unpack here because there are shades of every little narrative that are true, and then there are other things that kind of need to be explained. Doesn't it almost feel like Lamar Jackson is kind of similar to the position that Peyton Manning was put in? All of those years trying to defeat Tom Brady when he Mm -hmm. was playing for the Colts, you know, and it's just such a gauntlet. When you get to this stage, you are always going to be facing one of these great quarterbacks. And it just so happens in the AFC, you have one of the greatest of all time and Patrick Mahomes. He's only 28, but I feel like he's going to go down as, you know, at least one B or maybe number two behind Tom Brady. We don't know. His career's not over. 
But let me ask you this, and I totally agree with all of your points that you're saying, Mm -hmm. but if this game had happened to Josh Allen or Dak Prescott, do you Mm -hmm. think the narrative would change? And do you think more people would be saying, oh, well, you know, this game's completely on the quarterback? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, that depends on how the game goes, right? So every, everyone's going to say this is all on Lamar Jackson. Just like they're going to say, oh my God, all, it is all Patrick Mahomes. And I just think there's a whole lot more to it than that. So maybe if Josh Allen gave away two or three turnovers in the red zone, then possibly. But I think the it depends on whether or not you have the right game plan in place if you are if you are coaching correctly. And like at some point you can have the right game plan. Your coaches can be doing their jobs and then at some point the players just don't deliver. So it, you really do have to take it on a game-by-game basis. When it comes to the Bills and Chiefs, for example, I know it wasn't the ASC Championship game. I thought, I talked to a Bills fan who said this, and I thought this was very astute, which was, it sucks to lose to the Chiefs. We could have won that game, but this wasn't our best team. This just wasn't our best team. And so I think that's kind of how I feel about the Bills losing. I thought they were going to win that game, but... It's not an incredible Buffalo team. It's a Buffalo team that sort of put it together, and it wasn't because of coaching. They just they just didn't really have it. So I don't really know how to answer the idea that, okay, if this were another team, maybe we'd put it on the quarterback if it was all the quarterback. But when it comes to yesterday's game, I just – Lamar was not great, I'll be the first to tell you, but I feel like this is a big team loss for a Ravens team that didn't look like anything that we saw from them during the regular season. I think so too, but I am just starting to think about things that are making me look at this differently. Because if you're the MVP of the regular season, and I understand Mm -hmm. football is very much more of a team game than say like basketball, but look at the blowback that Joel Embiid got in the postseason. The fact that he was the regular season MVP and he's kind of counted on to be the guy in the postseason and he just didn't show up. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson didn't show up. I am just saying that If we are going to give Lamar Jackson all the credit when he's good, I think he deserves some of the blame when he's bad. Do you get what I'm saying? I think it should go both ways. Oh, like I said, he was bad yesterday. I am not trying to absolve Lamar Jackson from his performance. He was bad. That interception he threw into, what, triple coverage? I don't know what he was looking at there. He had a fumble in his own, in Ravens territory, where he dropped back to pass, got stripped, Recovered by Kansas City. So Lamar was not great yesterday. He overthrew some simple passes. But I 
I think that was exacerbated by a game plan that didn't benefit who he is as a quarterback is what I'm trying to say. But I'm not trying to act like he wasn't he wasn't bad yesterday. That was not his best game. He did not look like an MVP yesterday. yesterday. Like, not even close. So, I think it's one of those... Let me put it this way, very simply. Lamar Jackson had a really bad football game yesterday. So I understand why people are saying, oh, he chokes in the playoffs. I also think at the same time that the Ravens did a terrible job offensively of putting him in a position to succeed. That's what I think. Well, I think, point simply, to that touchback. If they would have gotten that touchdown, boy, had the game probably come out differently. Maybe the Ravens don't win, but I do think the game overall looks much better for Lamar Jackson. Maybe he's not pressing in that uh, drive that they had with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. So that's how sports is. It is one big play that can kind of turn the momentum on its ear, and that simply was it. That's when all of the air seemed like it sucked out of the stadium in Baltimore, and it felt like the game was over. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do think this is going to be one of the talking points today as a lot of people are going to be examining Lamar Jackson moving forward. But here's my question. Okay, so you pin the loss on Lamar Jackson. Who else are you going to get at quarterback? Because everybody loves to say, oh, we can't win the big one. Okay, mm-hmm. so what quarterback are you going to get? Patrick Holmes is not available. Joe Burrow, not available. Who are you going to get? Like, that's the thing. You love to, like, people, not you, people love to say, oh, Oh, you can't win the big one. You need a different quarterback. What quarterback are you going to get? You can't just be single for a while. Who are you going to get to replace him? That's an excellent point. Oh, he's so terrible? Fine. Make a trade for Trevor Simeon right now. I don't know why he's become my punch and bag on this show. Maybe because he's just the first guy to, to pop into my head. Go make a trade for Gardner Minshew. Go out right now. Grab Russell Wilson. Just go ahead and, and take him off the Broncos' hands. Go get Geno Smith. Like, there are some very good quarterbacks in the league. Lamar Jackson is one of the best quarterbacks on the planet. He is about to win a second MVP. I understand the frustration. I totally get that. But you're right. Okay, if he's so terrible, if he's always choking all the time, and he's so, okay, that's fine. Trade him away. Find someone to take on us. There will be plenty of teams to be like, we'll take him. We'll take him. That's all we need. We just need a quarterback. That's all we need. That's all we need. It's the most important position on any team in any sport. He is fantastic, but he was just bad yesterday. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I feel like maybe there was some coaching that could have gone into it because that is the biggest takeaway for me is how panicked that game felt. Again, it was only a 10-point lead, but we're making these throws into triple coverage, and I understand the coach can only do so much, but why is Lamar Jackson not running? How many times do you think that question is going to be asked today? A lot. And also, I think I'm not a big fan of listening to Tony Romo. Sometimes he drives me crazy. But I think he made some really good points yesterday as when the Chiefs decided, dude, the Ravens cannot handle the blitz. They have no answer for us blitzing. So we're just going to blitz and blitz and blitz. And Tony Romo was like, where is a slant route? Like, where is a screen? Like, where are any of these plays that you did to counteract everyone coming at you? Because what the Ravens are doing, they, they they would let the Chiefs blitz and send everyone deep. It's like, dude, it's going to take an extra second here for these plays to develop. And guess what? Lamar's going down. There's no place for him to go. There's no one open on these short routes. Throw a slant. Throw any, just design something to try and mitigate what the Chiefs are doing. And they just didn't. Do it, find a design run. But also, Chelsea, I think, too, this goes back to the 
the idea that if you get away, if you're passing on every down, like ultimately, if you were if you were running the ball, if you're the Ravens and you decided to run the football, well, guess what? That opens up passing lanes because then when you do decide to pass, all of a sudden you're more of a balanced offense and it keeps the defense off balance. And in those spots, that's when Lamar can take off off script, which is when he does the most damage. I'm just so frustrated. God, they had it right in front of them. I don't know what they were thinking. I can't even imagine how actual Ravens fans feel. If we are this frustrated and it's not even our team, although I do think we speak for America and a lot of people who are rooting against the Kansas City Chiefs who are now bringing their circus to the Super Bowl. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.